0: night and we are live. hope everybody's doing good. be blessed in Jesus Mighty name hopping right to Israel. Of course got to keep updating on that. I just have to start off with this video and let me just make this clear before I get to the video. We're standing of course with Israel. doesn't mean that we think everything inside of Israel is great? The way they handled COVID, terrible. The way they handled vaccines, terrible. The way they kept vaccine, their their governmental contracts with Pfizer and Moderna and whoever else, confidential from the public, not good. Benjamin Netanyahu calling for a biometric card for every single person inside of Israel, not good. Believe me, I know all of that. I get all that. You don't need to send it to me. Nobody has. But I'm just telling you, you don't need to send me any of that. But when it comes to Israel versus Hamas, uh, Israel— Versus Palestinian terrorist organizations. Of course, we're going to stand with Israel. Israel versus Iran. Israel versus anybody in the Middle East or the countries of the Middle East. Standing with Israel. We go with what the Bible says out of Deuteronomy 11:12: A land for which the Lord your God cares. Now, remember that. The, a land for which the Lord your God cares. The eyes of the Lord your God are always on it from the beginning of the year to the very end of the year. Deuteronomy 11:12: For you have made your people Israel, your very own people forever, and you, Lord, have become their God, 2 Samuel 7:24. So we stand with Israel. And, you know, and again, here's the thing. Am I claiming that Israel has done everything right, you know, as far as every military interaction, everything else? Well, nobody's done everything right. Obviously, I, I stand with the United States military. Um, and I know that we've done things that were not correct at different times. Of course, with Barack Hus- Hussein Obama, the most drone strikes in American presidential history. Probably, and all probably in comparison. I don't know this, but I'm just saying. Probably, uh, in comparison to all of the presidential uh, presidents combined, he did more drone strikes than any other president. We know that probably more than any other combined. So, and those were military strikes, obviously. But I, you know, of course, I stand with our military because it's more righteous than any other military. That's that's what I'm saying. In Israel, now we have to ask ourselves, when was the last time Israel, Israeli soldiers went into any Palestinian community um, or any other Arab community, of any Muslim community, and cut off 40 babies' heads? We need to ask ourselves those questions. When was the last time Israeli soldiers ever raped anybody? Did we have mass rape going on. We had mass rape going on with this attack on the music festival. And by the way, when was the last time Israeli soldiers killed 14 Americans? Because 14 Americans died at that music festival also. And of course, John Kirby being the soulless, spineless, devoid of all human dignity man that he is, had no idea how many Americans still to this day, has no idea how many Americans are being held hostage right now. Just like he had no idea how many Americans were being held hostage in Afghanistan and no idea how many Americans were left point blank in Afghanistan. We know that. And, and, you know, again, I don't want to deep dive too far into this stuff before I get to any videos, but we have to always remember this, you know, when it comes to the Biden administration, we have to, We have two choices. It's either the most galactic incompetence in history or purposeful negligence. That's what we, I mean, in other words, negligence with a purpose. In other words, a, a, a totalitarian agenda being ushered in. That's what this, I mean, that's what not, this has nothing to do with Israel at this moment, but. We have to ask, too, you know, again, it's just a very, uh, very coincidental. And again, just stealing from Steve Bannon, there are no, there there, there are no conspiracies, but there are no coincidences. And I don't agree that there's no conspiracies, but there are no coincidences where right when the Biden administration is refunding Iran, which, by the way, Hamas receives basically all of their money from the CCP or Iran, just so you know. Now, all is an exaggeration, but tons of their, most of their money comes from Iran or the CCP. The, we have Hamas officials, Hamas terrorists, are actually trained by the CCP and the PLA, are actually moved to China. That's, that's all coming out right now. I'll get to that on the next podcast. I didn't have time to get to that tonight, but uh, I'll give you the sources of that when we get back. It's very reliable sources. So just so you know, I mean that that's what is. And again, so you have the Biden administration sending six billion. Everyone, they didn't send them. It's being held in an account, and the United States Treasury is guarding the account, and Iran can't use it except for humanitarian purposes. So again, think about how galactically stupid you have to be. First of all, to believe that the United States Treasury, run or I mean again under Janet Yellen, is actually guarding. Mean, have you ever looked at Janet Yellen? She looks like an elderly job of the hut. Do you honestly believe that she has the capability of guarding anything at all or actually being responsible for anything at all when she's the one who said inflation was transitory? How many of you now that were about three years in the transitory inflation would not trust Janet and Yellen saying that, don't worry, I've got this all sequestered and guarded? Now, here's the other thing, too, is that if you have a budget, let's say, of $12 billion, I'm just making this up out of whole cloth, and you're the Iranian government, and six billion of that has to go to humanitarian efforts. And now the, and the United States has given you six billion on top of your original 12 billion. Are you not going to take all of that 12 billion and now give it to Hamas? and give it to all uh, terrorist organizations around the globe because now you don't have to worry about the $6 billion you had, a set, you had set aside for humanitarian efforts so that it can be the Potomac Two-Step that we always hear all, you know, all the time where you know, they're not actually lowering the debt, they're out lowering the increase of the debt, just the Potomac Two-Step talking, so that, so that now Iran can say, you know what, we don't have to spend that $6 billion on humanitarian efforts because we've got that freed up from the United States government so we can give this entire $12 billion to Hamas. And then the government of the United States, the Biden administration, can now say, you look, it was never really used for terrorism. No, it was never officially used for terrorism, but it freed up funds for terrorism. That makes sense, Aaron? Yeah. Okay, there you go. And that's all that it is. I and mean, they're going to do the Potomac two step, say that it was never actually used for terrorism. No, but it freed up other funds for terrorism. It doesn't matter. It truly doesn't matter. So I want to start off with this video because I want to put this into reality for everybody. This was actually footage shot. This just shows you, because this looks like the entrance to, not quite to an American neighborhood because the fence is pretty up-armored, but it's still just, you know, a lot of security fences in America, neighborhood right next to mine is security fence, you got to have to go to get in, all that different stuff. As a cop, I went to many neighborhoods here in Sarasota County, you had to have to go to get in the neighborhood. It looks just like an American neighborhood. And I'm saying the same thing that really the person said, that that, uh, that put out this video, well, not the actual person put it out, but the person that publicized it more on their on their platform but you know this is why all of us you need to be armed and you need to have a lot of ammunition you need to i mean all of us you know, i'm telling you second amendment is not about hunting deer the second amendment is about a totalitarian government t- trying to take your rights away from you which we we've, we've seen that expansion over the last three years and i'm not talking about violence right now we're 43 months into 15 days to flatten the curve Still can't get in the White House right now unless you're vaccinated or pa- or, or pass a fraudulent PCR test, which is impossible to pass because they're 97% inaccurate. But anyway, I just wanted to start off showing you this video because this just shows you how how real this is. First of all, because a lot of times it's way off and it doesn't really uh it, it doesn't really hit us uh, on the home front like it should because it's you know in a faraway country. But this looks like the entrance to an American neighborhood. And this was an attack, exclusive footage from the attack on, pardon my attempt at saying uh, Israeli or Hebrew words, but kibbutz bar, uh, bari uh, neighborhood where 100 were killed. Here's how it started. Play for me, other. wanted to show that video because especially there at the end it really looks like an American neighborhood and we need listen all of us need to be armed we need to have plenty of ammunition I'm telling you that just for your own well-being for one thing but for second amendment reasons I'm not calling for violence or anything else not at all it's not nearly to that place in our country I'm just telling you that with the amount of insurgents that are being allowed into this country via the southern border and just so everybody knows and if those of you the 691 people watching right now and please switch over to Rumble if you're watching on any other platform but Rumble or Black Robe. Switch over to Rumble, the only free speech streaming platform. Not making any money off of Rumble yet. I'm just telling you, just switch over to Rumble because they're free speech. a uh, free speech uh, streaming platform. But anyway, I'm banned off of everything else. If you've seen me on Facebook, just understand they've limited me in my reach. It's amazing that you're even watching me on Facebook right now, and I get banned off of YouTube all the time for just, fact- or just factual data under the guise of mis-, mis- or disinformation, but it's all factual information. But anyway, just wanted to show you this, how real it is. The guy's just trying to get in the neighborhood, murdered by these Islamic terrorists. That's who they are. Hamas, 100 dead in this neighborhood alone. They went around to all that. It looks like a pretty nice neighborhood. Went around house to house, killing people, killing innocent Israeli citizens. I don't know if this is where the babies got their heads cut off or not, but so far we have 40 documented cases of little, I'm talking about infants in in uh, you know uh, baby cribs, with their, and the Israeli soldiers finding them with their heads cut off, this is real, this is, this is what happened, all right? And, then this, it, and again, this is for all intents and purposes funded by the Biden administration. And let me just go ahead and say this out loud. Always remember, you can bring it back to me exclusively now, Aaron, but just remember the Biden administration is against Israel. They always are. I mean, you got to remember, this is this is really Oh Biden right now is what it is because we know Barack Hussein Obama and Susan Rice and Ron Klain are actually running the country right now. Not Joe Biden. I mean, Joe Biden. Joe Biden couldn't run a tricycle right now. He, he's not running this country. But I mean, they they hate Israel. They they're always not not standing with Israel. They have to put up the front. They have to because if they won't, they won't. If they don't, they lose the they lose a portion of the Jewish vote. And again, to all the Jewish voters out there, all the Israeli voters, whether you call yourself Jewish or not, how do you vote for this? I mean, again, this never happened under the Biden, I mean, under the Trump administration. This happened under the Biden administration. All the troubles that Israel ever has are under Democratic Party presence every time, whether it's, and again, it wasn't just that Biden took away or gave um, Iran $6 billion. He's basically reinitiated their nuclear program. And you don't even have to have, to have an inter- uh, intercontinental missile, ballistic missile, to go from Israel, to, from Iran to Israel. And remember, that that program has now been reinitiated by the Biden administration under the terms of Israel will watch itself. I mean, that, you hate Israel if you do that. And the only, and by the way, anybody, and you got like this, I can't remember, uh, Green uh, Gr- Jeff Greenblatt from the, Anti Defamation League IDL, who's mm. just a front that's just a globalist leftist person using anti Semitism to usher in totalitarianism, to usher in censorship. He went after Elon Musk. He's gone. Anybody who says anything at all, it's not, it doesn't even have to have anything to do with Israel, is anti Semitic. Somehow, if there's any way that you can tacitly apply anything to anything, uh, you'll have Jeff Green plant come out of the uh, Anti Defamation League. So you see, he'll say Anti Defamation League, just like Antifa's anti fascism. Jeff Greenblatt is actually about defamation. Yeah, he's just about controlling speech and censorship. That's all that he is. So you have yeah, Greenblatt come on, like, uh, go on to Joe and uh, Joe and Mika, morning, morning Joe, and how much of this is an atrocity, and it is, it's an absolute atrocity. I mean, everybody agrees it's an absolute atrocity. Um, but you know, don't don't fall, don't fool, don't be fooled by these people that actually hate Israel. They actually hate democracy. All the people, it's just like. The, the ones who, you know, like, they'll talk about, they'll call you and I Nazis or whatever, but who are the ones that started COVID camps? Who, who are the ones that started, who wanted a disinformation governance board? Who is it it's Hillary Clinton that's calling for formal deprogramming of MAGA patriots? The only people, that, it's always those, the, the Jeff Greenblatt's of the world from, from the uh, Anti-Defamation League, they're actually, the, those that are fighting against Mr. Disinformation are the purveyors of missing disinformation. Those that are fighting against defamation, like Greenblatt, are actually for defamation. The member, the only people that are defaming uh, Israel or are actually anti-Semitic are in Jeff Greenblatt's political party. And he allegedly, because so Jeff Jeff Greenblatt is this alleged person is against de- de- uh, defamation, but his political party, and I've got, I've got a slide with eight of them. You know whether it's AOC, Iona Presley, Rashida Tlaib, Ilan Omar, Corey Bush. I'm trying to remember them all. That's five. There's three more. But the only ones that are, the only ones that are against Israel are members of Jeff Green or I can't remember. If it's Green Platt, something like Green Plot, something like that. I can't remember. I don't want to get it right. But but anyway, the only ones that are actually against Israel are members of his own party. So the only members, the people that are actually the only ones that are actually against Israel. Are the members of the founder of the Anti Defamation League political party? I mean, I mean, it's it's truly amazing. So you can't. Everything right now is is a is a bait and switch game. Everything's a lie. You listen, listen, John Kirby, who's just a galactic. That's the one on the pregame. I'm gonna show him again here in a minute. Just a spineless little yeah. Jeff Greenblatt. It's hard yeah. for me to say. Jeff Greenblatt. Okay, just he's a left winger who's is a left winger. I mean, a globalist, leftist, bourgeois elitist who's saying that, you know, he's talking about, uh, he, you know, the Anti-Defamation League, and he goes after a bunch of people who are not in any way defaming Israel or defaming Jews in any way, shape, or form. He just uses it, just like Al Sharpton, just like uh, all those that are race hustlers. You know, they, they all come out, and they, they make every, they use race, as a way to usher, make money for one thing. That's always number one. For the love of money is the root of all evil. I'll never want to forget that one. But to usher in a totalitarian narrative. That's all that Jeff Greenblatt is really about. He's not for Israel. And, and, and of course, you you march out John Kirby. He fakes the crying. This that's so typical. You can just predict it. But what have they done? They're the ones who funded it. I mean, again, you're like, how does this all work, Tom? It's all saying exactly the opposite of what you believe. That's who they are. They're saying the exact opposite of what they believe. And well, then you're like, well, how could they usher in their agenda? Because they say it long enough, and they draw people in, whether it's COVID, whether it's vaccines, whether, whether it's being anti-Israel, but saying that you're pro-Israel. They draw you in, and the moment that you become a part of their group, they flip the script on you. And then you discover what they really are. Then you make a decision about whether or not you want to leave or not. Most people should. All right, I got to show you this. Now, this is the answer to it all. This is the answer to everything. This is what I've been espousing on this podcast over the last 43 months and 15 days to flatten the curve, over the last three-plus years. This is what we need to do. And listen, if you want to protest, protest. You want to, you want to put on a MAGA hat and go out and protest, you have every right to do that, and I'm fine with you doing it. I've been to a Trump rally, and, and I loved it, and I loved every minute of it. So, you want to protest? You can. I'm just telling you that it's useless. You're going to be infiltrated with FBI agents, and you're like real FBI. Well, they're either going to be FBI agents, or they're going to be members of an NGO the FBI or the CIA is funding. You know, whether it's the Patriot Front or anything else. So, the the, the point of protesting, the affect, the pro, the effect, the uh, the effectiveness of protesting is is minimal. This is what needs to happen. Instead of spending your money to fly to some protest somewhere, send it to the American America First Legal. Send it to the Liberty Council. Send it to Jay Sekulow. Send it to Judicial Watch and Tom Fenton. Send it to one of these offices that's actually suing these people. Because when they're sued and they lie then, when they sue, when they lie under oath... They're committing crimes. We know that all the Democratic Party. And listen, I know the Republicans lie too. I'm a Republican. I'm a staunch Republican, staunch right winger. Not looking for a third party. I'm not doing any of that stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm voting for Trump. All of that. I mean, but again, just so you know, I'm always. I feel always. Always want to temper when you know when I tell you that I'm voting for Trump. Trump does. He just he just espoused it again that he got a booster and he's proud of it. and He got booed. Okay. I mean, he's wrong on some stuff. I mean, heavily heavy wrong, heavy duty wrong but he did overturn Roe v. Wade Wade. so as a Christian it's awfully hard for me to turn my back on on the man who overturned Roe v. Wade I mean it's pretty hard so he did, he did, there's no no way around it but I hate what he does on vaccines but he's never mandated them but anyway back to my original point here so you protest if you want but what we really need to do is sue these people all they do is lie well when they lie under oath like Anthony Fauci Anthony Fauci needs to go to prison Absolutely needs to go to, many others do too, whether it's Jake Clapper, John Brennan, Hillary Clinton, have all lied under oath in congressional hearings, which is a felony, every single time they lie. Peter Strzok needs to go to prison for his lying. Uh, Rod Rosenstein for lying on, on FISA warrants. James Comey for lying on FISA warrants. Andrew McCabe for lying on FISA warrants. Because once you get it into court and you lie under oath, it is either a misdemeanor crime or a felony crime depending on where you lie. But all the ones that I just mentioned are all under felonious crimes. So this is what needs to happen is is what basically what this tweet is talking about. This is what needs to happen. We need to get these people into court. Here we go. Breaking news. We sued President Biden already. America First has already sued President Biden over what happened in Gaza. You're like, how can that be? watch look this is what needs to happen well we might lose who cares if we lose you have to try and this is what i'm always talking about here on the podcast is we're always electing these electable republicans because we like if we get in this true conservative he's going to lose to the democrat well you have an electable republican who votes as a democrat then why not just let the democrat win At least try for the true conservative, even in an impossible district. Because an electable Republican who's going to vote as a Democrat is a Democrat, so what's the point? What's the point? So we need to try. Will this lawsuit work? It doesn't matter whether it works or not. I mean, it matters, and I want it to work, and it could work, but get these people under oath. They're doing it to us. We have all these ridiculous persecution prosecutions. We have what's happened to Alex Jones. We would, we have what happened to the uh, to the, uh, the 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 comic who did the, I can't remember his name right now, but I did I showed it on the podcast who got arrested for a for satirical cartoon about Hillary Clinton. I mean, if he's, these are criminal charges, not to mention the civil persecutions, like with Alex Jones, and being banned off of social media platforms. Who are not allowed to ban you? By the way, but like you're not allowed under Section 230. They either have to relinquish their relinquish their liability protection, or allow you to post on their platforms, with the exception of violence or pornography. Which, by the way, they still allow all the pornography. I mean, I don't want them allow violence. Believe me, I don't want any uh, you know perpetuation or procurement of violence on any social media platforms. That's where terrorists live. But I'm just saying they let I mean, they let in all the pornography, but they won't let things on about ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine or the vaccines kill people because they do. All right, so here it is. This is what we need to do. All right, this, this is what we need to send all of our money. Instead of spending, I'm not telling you, about, I don't mean that literally all your money. I'm just talking about what you're going to spend on a protest, send it in to America First Legal, to Jay Sekulow, to the Liberty Council, to Judicial Watch, or any other institution that's bringing these people into court. Like Kerry Lake's organization, bringing them into court, we sued President Biden and Secretary Blinken, Secretary of State, for violating the Taylor Force Act and and illegally subsidizing Palestinian terrorism. Again, that's because of the six billion dollars. Well, it's being that's sequestered in account for only humanitarian purposes. All right, that's fine. Remember what I said at the beginning. If it, that now they don't have to, they don't have to spend their Iran doesn't have to spend their other six billion on humanitarian efforts. They can send out all the terrorism and then use that $6 billion. So it's all the same. Yep. It's from the same exact idiots who say that we're not defunding the cops. We're reallocating funds. It's the same thing. If you're going to take away the money and put it somewhere else, then it's a reallocation of funds. It's not actually that you're, that you're uh, in this case here, they're not taking funds away at all. I mean, they're, not t- they're, they're, actually, they're actually financing. It's the opposite. It's the same narrative, but it's the opposite effect as defunding the police. Today, following barbaric act- att- 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 attacks by Hamas, killing 14 Americans and 1,000 other innocent men, women, and children, and with an unknown number of Americans now being held hostage, unknown because we have a, a, because Secretary Anthony Blinkens, just a globalist. These, all these people have never had a real job in their life. They've never actually solved a problem in their life. It's like Anthony Fauci. He's never cured a disease in his life, and he was in the NIAID for 50 years and never did one thing. Anthony Blinken has never—let's let's all put together a list of all of Anthony Blinken's accomplishments, all of Joe Biden's accomplishments, uh, Kamala Harris, and these are our leaders that put us $33 trillion in debt. And with an unknown number of Americans now being held hostage in Gaza, the U.S. District Court for the Northern District of Texas granted our motion to begin discovery in our case. This is what I'm talking about. I want us to win these cases, and we do win these cases. We won the case where we had a state, I can't remember who it was, that was suing the federal government, it was actually suing Pfizer, but the defense put on, it was the defense was put on by the FDA. So your taxpayer dollars were being were being used to defend Pfizer. We won that lawsuit where Pfizer was trying to keep their vaccine developmental data classified for 75 years. They lost. This is worth it. You get discovery. They now have to start testifying under oath. When you go to discovery, you're testifying under oath. And it's perjury if you lie. Of course, it's a criminal offense if you lie. And if it goes to court, then you're testifying under oath. And this is what needs to happen. This is how we win. We're not going to win by going and waving MAGA flags. I love MAGA flags. I've got MAGA flags. I've got MAGA hats. I've got all of those things. And I love the movement. However... We're not going to win that way. This is how you win. This is how you win. Right here, right now. They need to They need to swallow the horse pill that they've been jamming down our throats for the last three years. They need to be sued. They need to be prosecuted. They need to be litigated. That's what needs to happen. All right, let's go to the next one. Uh, uh, J. Michael Waller tweet. The Biden team has allowed these people to infiltrate the U.S. government. I wonder why. I wonder why the Biden administration sent $6 billion to Iran. I don't care how they frame it. I know all the framing. I get it. But I wonder why that happened exactly. All right, well, look, look that's that's actually Grinnell first. Thank you, guys. You got it right and I got it wrong. All right, Grinnell first. Now go to the next one for me. Other. So these are the people inside of the Biden administration right here, right now. Right now, right at this very moment. Look at the day on the bottom. Chief of Staff of Pentagon Counterterrorism Office. Chief of Staff. Chief of Staff of Pentagon Counterterrorism Office served the iranian mullahs so she the people that just carried out these attacks hamas is iran iran is hamas same thing same people same beliefs the very person that's now going to run our counter or part of running our counterterrorism response to the hamas attack was part of the terrorists who just did the attack that's the state of our government right now so whenever you think of you know, you think of Washington, D.C. as the Iwo Jima Memorial, the Vietnam Memorial, the Washington Memorial, the Lincoln Memorial, whatever it is, it's great. I love it. I love D.C., that part of D.C. But really, this is D.C. This is D.C. It is actually run by globalists, and they're not always Americans. Globalists, bourgeois, leftist, elitist, CCP funded, PLA funded, WEF funded. WHO-funded, UN-funded, subsidized, and bought off and bribed. I mean, how in, the world does the, how in the world is the chief of staff of Pentagon counterterrorism office, how is it that we hired this person who used to serve the terrorists and is now in charge of counterterrorism inside of the Pentagon? She's still on the job with security clearances. Consider our special ops forces to be compromised. Absolutely correct. Let me show you this again. I just had to show you this stuff. I know it was in the pregame. Some of you saw the pregame. Some of you didn't, so I want to just set the table with this. Jack Posobiec video breaking. Biden administration says they have no plans to refreeze The six billion dollars. Play for me.
1: The six billion dollars that the Qataris are holding that was unfrozen in order to get three hostages back, uh, John, that, you know, you said, well, there are strings attached to that. Is that money now going to be refrozen? I don't want to get any of any uh, policy decisions going forward here, uh, Martha. Uh, as
0: I said last time you and I talked about this, that money can be refrozen at any time. Doesn't that and seem like a good time to do that? We won't hesitate to make that decision if we feel we need to, uh, but I'm not going to get ahead of a policy, policy decision that hasn't been made yet. Now, did you hear? I'm going to summarize I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to quote his answer to that question. Ready? She asked now, uh, former General John Kirby, who's just a globalist, leftist shill, who has a a former military title. doesn't give him any credibility at all just because he was in the military. No different than Alexander Vinman, or Mark Milley or all the rest of them. Listen, I love our military, but you know what? Sometimes it does not give an individual credibility, i.e., John Kirby's just a spineless, little uh, stenographer for the globalist left. But here's his answer. So Martha McCallum McCallum asked him, are we now going to simply refreeze the six billion dollars is being held in guitar we're gonna re-freeze it now and his answer was I that's exactly I mean we can rerun the tape that was his answer aye aye. that's what his answer was I'm not I'm not making it up I'm not condensing words that's was his answer aye yeah that was it so we're not good. so you have so you asked me they're pro-israel John Kirby who has his crocodile crocodile fake tears notice how there's no tears in his eyes no tears running down his face when he was crying before so this John Kirby is crying, allegedly crying over Israel. Is not going to now refreeze the money that funded the attack on Israel. They hate Israel. They are the anti-Semitic people, not us. Them, they're the anti. We are. I am 100% pro-Israel. 100% pro-Israel. They're not. I was for the moving of our embassy into Jerusalem. John Kirby wasn't. They're the, they're always the one whenever Benjamin Netanyahu's in power that they pull back because he's not a globalist leftist bourgeois elitist. He does lean a little bit too far to the left, but he's not fully that way yet. They're the ones who always basically are on the side of the rights of the people that are cutting babies' heads off. On the right, on the sides, uh, 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 on the side of those who are who are raping and murdering a thousand Israeli citizens. And then are concerned about the rights. It's funny Hamas comes out one day later after these strikes. You saw the strikes. We played them on the pregame, where you basically have the Israeli military leveling, leveling Gaza. This is leveling it, okay? Into just absolute uh, rubble. And applaud, full applause. That's exactly what they should be doing. Exactly what what well, Tom, you should feel bad for the people there. I don't listen. I feel about as bad for them as I do about the, for the people in Chicago, with all their illegal aliens. They're all, they're all up in arms now, and people and, and, and right-wingers come out and say, oh, they're coming on our side. They're not coming on your side. They're all, they hate, they hate the fruits of their labors. They hate um, the, uh, what's happened as a result of their own policies they vote for over and over again. They hate all of that, but they're still going to vote for the same Democratic politicians over and over again. They're still going to do it again. They, they just say, I don't feel bad for people in Chicago at all or people in New York at all, unless you're a registered Republican that didn't vote for it. If you voted for, if you voted for, uh, what is his name again in Chicago? Brandon, I can't remember. His Brandon Chicago. Johnson. Brandon Johnson in Chicago. You got what you deserve. Brandon Johnson wants an open border, wants to flood your city with illegal aliens. That's what you want. Now enjoy the fruits of your votes. Yep. These are the policies that you voted for. This, this is the repercussions of your policies. So I don't feel bad for them. All those people on the Gaza Strip love Hamas, and they were warned, get the heck out of here because we're going to level it tomorrow. If you stayed there, that means you're for Hamas. I don't feel sorry for them. I don't. I listen, would I render aid? Of course I'd render aid. Of course I'd help somebody. As if they were hurt or injured or whatever, I would. I'd feed them. I'm commanded in the word of God to love my enemies. Bless those who curse you. Do good to those who hate you. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he's thirsty, give him some drink. I will do all of that. But do I feel bad for them? No, I don't. They're pro-amas. Enjoy the fruits of your policies. This is what you wanted. And you were warned. Get the heck out of the following blocks. And those blocks were all leveled. And you didn't? That's on you. That is on you. And if you live in Chicago, you live in New York, you live in Boston, you're being flooded with illegal aliens, I don't feel bad for you. I don't feel bad for the illegal aliens. They are all criminals. They crossed the border illegally. But I don't feel bad for a Chicagoan, a New Yorker, or Bostonian, or anybody else. I don't feel bad for them at all. Enjoy the repercussions of the policies you love. And why aren't you opened your home to them? You want everybody else to. Why aren't you doing it? You're, you're like, you're Tom. You should do it. I don't espouse open borders. You do. Open your home. And get them off track a little bit. But anyway. So John Kirby is not going to freeze the funds. That was his answer. yeah, That was it. That was the answer. So they're going to continue to fund Hamas. And it's on purpose. Because they are actually anti-Israel. They are. I'm telling you. If you're part of the World Economic Forum, you're anti-Israel because you are part you are you are the grease skitters for beast one beast two revelation chapter 13 si, ch- chapter 13 and 14 16 17 18 14 back into chapter 14 9 through 11 11 and 12 14 through 16 read it for yourself right now how I'd rather you read the bible than even watch this podcast read it for yourself they they are the, you can't you can't love Israel I mean, let's ask Jeff Greenblatt, the leader of the Anti-Defamation League. Um, are you in favor? He needs to be asked point blank. Um, are you in favor of Iran having any access to that $6 billion? And he'll, if he's honest, he'll say, I am in favor of them having access to it. And he's allegedly the person who's against def- defaming Israeli, uh, the Israeli government or Jews or anybody else. Weird, isn't it? It's because it's all a front. Just like anti-fascists, Antifa are actually fascists. Jeff Greenblatt is actually against Democratic Israel. The only thing he's pro-Israel is if Israel comes under the control of the bourgeois, globalist, leftist, elitist narrative, which in some ways they have. They did with vaccines. They did with COVID. All right, go right, let's go to this one. Benny Johnson video. Here's blink Blinken, the Secretary of State, who signed off on the Biden administration's decision to unfreeze $6 billion in Ukrainian funds. Play it for me, other. The argument that money is
1: fungible, so Iran may have known this money is coming and used other funds to help fund this attack that
0: happened. Iran has, ha, Iran has unfortunately always used and focused its funds on supporting terrorism, on supporting groups like, uh, like Hamas. Uh, And it's done that when there have been sanctions. It's done that when there haven't been sanctions. And it's always prioritized that. And again, I come back to the proposition that from these funds have always been under the law available to Iran to use for humanitarian. What an incoherent message from the secretary of state. And again, just remember who these people are. These are the people who have launched us into $33 trillion worth of debt. And then Americans and Christians and conservatives take their medical advice and inject themselves with their vaccine. Amazing to me. Truly amazing to me. But, I mean, again, Anthony Blinken, he's not accomplished one thing in his life outside of bending over for Democrats. That's all that he's ever done in his life. This man doesn't know how to win an argument. He doesn't know how to have a conversation. He doesn't know how to broker a deal. He doesn't know how to negotiate a treaty. He doesn't know how to do anything. He doesn't know how to conduct business. He doesn't know how to answer a police call. He doesn't know how to do anything in his life. He probably doesn't know how to grocery shop. He doesn't know how to balance a budget. He doesn't know how to do anything in his life he is a bourgeois leftist elitist uh pharmacrat as uh aaron Rodgers would call him but you notice what he says here and this will actually credit to the interviewer there i can't i don't remember what her name is but and because i want to give credit when when cnn i think that was the station that was doing it, was cnn or msnbc whenever they do something right we need to acknowledge hey, you know you did something right congratulations we're not buying into you we're just acknowledging that in the moment you did something right She actually said, she used the word, and this is the word I was trying to think of earlier, fungible. Fungible, that's perfect. I'm going to remember that word for the rest of my life. Because what she was talking about is what I was talking about. She says to Anthony Blinken, isn't it conceivable that they're going to take previously allocated money that was going to go to humanitarian aid in their own country and now give that to terrorists because you've given them the $6 billion replacement to that money that was originally allocated for humanitarian aid? Yeah. Fungible. Fungible. Fungible, that's exactly what's going to happen. And what's his response? Did he say he was going to freeze the money? No, because he hates Israel. He loves Hamas and hates Israel. It's an absolute fact. I'm telling you, it's true. You have to read your Bible. These people who are pro-global, totalitarian, leveraging you into a one-world commerce system with a singular access point, hate Israel, read your Bible. They don't, they're not going to act like they hate Israel. They're not going to say they hate Israel. You're going to have Joe Biden come out with this worthless, Pre, uh, uh, press conference day where he took no questions as usual with Kamala Harris and Blinken standing behind him and talking about if you're thinking about taking advantage of this I have one word for you don't <laughs> Ooh, we're all terrified Joe he has to act like that he hates Israel he's not done a thing for Israel he's funding Israel's enemy Iran's sworn enemy Iran sworn enemy Hamas and his answer is to that question is no they're not going to unfreeze not gonna, I mean, they're not, gonna, they're not going to refreeze this money. He says, when she says, well, can't they just reallocate the money now because you've given them additional money, money they were going to use for humanitarian aid inside of their country. They now can relocate that money, reallocate that money into terrorism because they got the $6 billion to lean on that you have. And he goes, his answer is, well, they've always done that. <laughs> they've always spent money on terrorism. Then why are you giving them more? Well, we're not giving it to them for terrorism. That has to be used for humanitarian aid. no. No, it can just be reallocated. I mean, I, just, I don't get these people. I, I watch these, these pundits on Twitter. Well, that's frozen by the Treasury Department. And it can only be used for humanitarian aid. Yeah, again, it's fungible, though. They're going to take money inside their own country that was allocated for food and clothing, whatever, for the poor, and give that to terrorism, and then take that money that is being held by the by secretary Yellen for only humanitarian aid and then use that money for the humanitarian aid that they reallocated to terrorism
1: go Aaron I was just gonna say I mean can't they even say that what they're Funding Palestine's attack is humanitarian because Israel is the occupiers, and they're being humanitarian towards Palestine. Oh, Aaron,
0: you shouldn't think like that
1: because this will all be checked. <laughs> yeah, it'll
0: all be verified by by our State Department. <laughs> You got you got you, you got these manly men like Anthony Blinken. Yeah. I mean, he's, a, he's a manly man, isn't he? Joe Biden, a manly man. You got Kamala. It's all going to be checked and very And not only that, but if, if those don't work out, you got Lloyd Austin. And Mark White Rage Millie, and they could check on it all for you. And all of our new female generals, they could check on it all for you. Our our, CR, our CRT military, our DEI military, our our trans drag show paid for by taxpayer dollars on military base, uh military. They're, they're, don't worry, they're gonna check on it all for you. Aaron, I'm coming again, but how can you be so foolish? <laughs> no, it'll all be che- How would you ever check? Because just like Aaron said, they could be saying this is for humanitarian aid to let's say uh To uh, feed uh, Gaza, feed Gaza citizens. Well, in order to feed them, though, they had to kill 100 Jews first. Right. That's what. But don't worry. On the paper, it says they're just going to use it to feed women and children. That'll be verified by Mark Milley, or Kamala Harris, or Anthony Blinken, or John Kirby. Again, people have never accomplished a thing in their life except for being brown noser extraordinaires. That's all they are. All right, let's go to this one. This one I played before too, but I just want to show you again where we're at. Martha McCollin asked John Kirby if Joe Biden still stands by the comment. I had to show you this. What, so you have a Hamas attack, which is the worst terrorism attack since 9-11. Over, We know verified 1,000 people dead, 40 babies with their heads cut off, multiple, multiple rapes, and multiple, multiple kidnappings. We know that. And remember, this, this is an interview post the Israeli attack, because you're seeing the Israeli response on the bottom. And here's what John Kirby says, play for me.
1: Given that the United States is now involved in wars that are taking place in Europe and also in the Middle East, I I, want to play this soundbite for you that is just last month in Vietnam and ask you if this still holds for the president, watch. The only existential threat humanity faces, even more frightening than than a nuclear war, is global warming going above 1.5 degrees in the next 20-10 years? Given all the nuclear players in these two areas where we are now engaged, on does the president stand by that comment?
0: Absolutely, does. Climate change is an existential threat. It could, you know, it actually threaten. So I just had to show you that because this goes on. I played it longer in the pregame, but just want to show you. Of course, you have the what I'm always talking about, which is the the one-world globalist movement, which is to leverage you into a one-world commerce system with a singular access point um, controlled by totalitarianism, we're basically can't, can't buy, sell, trade, or travel unless they allow you to through that singular access point, which will be a pass. Start off as a, a QR code on your phone, QR code on your device, end up on your right hand or on your forehead with chip implants or quantum dot tattoos, technology, whatever it is. Oh, that's right wing conspiracy theory. Right wing conspiracy theory. No, it's the book of Revelation. You either believe it or you don't. I happen to believe in the book of Revelation. But that's, and, and, and again, leveraging the, the, uh, The the agenda, the globalist agenda, the bourgeois leftist globalist agenda is to leverage you into that one world commerce system with a singular access point. In other words, all access to everything controlled by them, what you you can buy, what you can sell, what you can trade, what you can travel, all all medicine, all, all groceries, everything controlled by them. And in order for you to get those items, you will have to qualify with them. That's the point of all. One of those tactics to leverage you into that system is climate change. So, of course, that's one thing. And now on the cusp of a nuclear war in Ukraine, which is not going to happen, Taiwan being attacked by another nuclear power. So you got Russia, which is a nuclear power, China, which is a nuclear power, all on the cusp, either in war or on the cusp of war, Pakistan, which is a nuclear power, India, which is a nuclear power. They hate each other. But the number one threat, for the Biden administration, as quoted by Joe Biden, is climate change, which there is absolutely no evidence at all that it's ever even happened. At all. None. Zero. zones. And by the way, let me just throw this out there for you. Climate change is no more real than COVID. And COVID is no more real than climate change. COVID, Tom, COVID did exist. You know, there, there is. You know, there, there is a, yeah, there's a virus. There's a, COVID, a SARS-CoV-2 virus that was lab-manipulated and made in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. I get it, a man-made bi- bioweapon. I get that. I get that. But it's not an existential threat to human life. It's 99.9% survivable. Climate change, where climate is, is always changing, well, climate does change on occasion and kill people, i.e. hurricanes, tornadoes. You have a climate that changes, creates a weather event, and kills people. Whatever it may, okay, so no, one is no more real than the other. Just so you know, it's just, again, those are tactics used. Tactics. Remember, it's one agenda, but many tactics. The one agenda, the globalist, leftist, bourgeois, elitist agenda, is to leverage you into one, that one world commerce system. But there are many tactics. Climate change is one, COVID is one, pandemics is one, transgenderism is one, CBDC, Cashless Society is one. And, and, and uh, gun grabbing is not lawlessness, rampant crime. Those are all tactics to leverage you into a one world commerce system with a singular access point controlled by tyranny. All right, here's John Kirby again. Remember, this is these are the people who are supposed to be in charge of our response. And remember, the person who's in charge of counterterrorism, the chief of staff in charge of counterterrorism inside of the, of, of the Pentagon, worked for the Iranian mullahs. And here you have John Kirby, who's just galactically uninformed. Play it for me. How
1: many Americans are being held hostage at this hour, John? The truth is we don't
0: know, Martha. Today, how many Americans, uh, American citizens remain in, in Afghanistan? I don't know. He still doesn't know. They still don't answer any questions about Afghanistan. Do you realize there's still hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of Americans in Afghanistan to this day? I believe that we surrendered to Afghanistan. What it's got to be two plus years ago now. You still have no. Yeah, it was two years ago. This August, Abbey Gate was the two-year the two-year anniversary of Abbey Gate was this August. We still have absolutely no idea how many there's American citizens there. What efforts are you hearing about outside of a few heroic um, ex like uh, SEALs and and uh, special forces uh, military um, military operators? That, that organized efforts to go over there right after the military left and grab some of our American citizens and allies over there. But other than that, they've been completely left behind. John Kirby sleeps like a baby at night. These are moralist, soulless, demonic people who just lie and lie and lie. That's John Kirby. I don't care that he's a former general. I don't care what he is. It doesn't matter. He's a spineless, little bent-over worm who will say anything and grovel and... and, and uh, Crawl and spread him wide to get whatever he possibly can crime, whatever Democratic Party political ladder that he possibly can climb. That's John. That's John Kirby. And remember now, it, it, you're like, who are they? Now we have the again. I know I'm I'm hitting this Jeff Greenblatt a lot tonight. A lot of you have absolutely no idea who that is. I didn't know who it was either till a month ago, but a couple months ago maybe. But I, I know I'm hitting this hard. But you know, here he is. He allegedly is Mr. Anti Defamation League (IDL). And he tries to get people kicked off, gets people censored all the time, calling them anti-Semitic when they didn't say one anti-Semitic thing. Tries to get them censored off of social media platforms, for not saying one anti-Semitic thing, not one, nothing, zero. Still gets them kicked off, tries to get them kicked off. Did, tried it with Elon Musk, calling Elon Musk an anti-Semite. How's Elon Musk an anti-Semite? Where, when, name the quote, none. So allegedly, yeah, there he is, yeah, there it is. Fighting, fighting hate for good. No, actually, put all you do is fight, reverse, whenever, leave that up here. All you do when you're dealing with people like this, like if it's Antifa and they say they're anti-fascist, no, it's exactly the opposite. Just put pro-fascist. That's what they are. Here you can just flip the words, fighting good for hate. That's what he is. Now, he uses anti-Semitic verbiage so that you're scared of them, just like they do with racism. So you're scared to say anything against the F- Anti-Defamation League because then you'll be called anti-Semitic. I'm not anti-Semitic at all. I'm anti-anti-def a- uh, def- de- a- a- whatever Anti-Defamation League. It's hard to do it. It's like it's like being anti uh, what I can't remember. Uh, anti-socialist. Anti-oh, you have to be an anti-anti-racist. I mean, all this just gets very confusing, you know. And that's what, that, you know, it, it get, the, the, the leftist verbiage, the leftist uh, tropes and ideologies, are, they get very confusing and it's on purpose. But all you do with people like this, they, they use race, whether it's Jesse Jackson, whether it's Al Sharpton, whether it's Ibram X. Kendi, they'll use the moniker of race so you're afraid to attack them. Because if you attack them, that's making you anti, I'm trying to use their verbiage, I might blow it up, but that makes you anti, anti-racist see, that's what they try to make you. And so if I say anything against Jeff Greenblatt, then I'm actually anti-anti-Semitism. Wrong Ola. They use those things to usher in totalitarianism, to get, make themselves rich too, by the way. Of course, that's always, that's always the side game with these alleged globalist socialists is that they themselves like Bernie Sanders, Three House Bernie, they're always filthy rotten rich themselves while they're making you poor uh, under the name of you doing your fair share. I digress, but anyway, you can just flip the words around there. Fighting, fighting, hate for good. No, they're fighting good for hate. That's what Jeff Greenblatt does. So here, now here's his party. He allegedly Mr. Anti-Defamation League. Here's his party. Here's AOC. Play it for me.
1: They're in
0: terms of geopolitics of and the war, released is very different than mm-hmm. people expressing their First Amendment right to protest. Well, yes, but I also think that what people are starting to see, at least in in the occupation uh, of of Palestine is um, just an an increasing crisis of humanitarian condition and that to me is just where I tend to Mm -hmm. come from on this issue. You use the term the occupation of Palestine. Mm. What did you mean by that? Oh um, I think what I meant is like the the settlements that are increasing in in some of these areas and and places Mm -hmm. where um, where Palestinians are experiencing uh, difficulty in access to uh, their housing and homes. Do you think you can expand on that? Yeah, I mean, I think I'd also just, I, I am not the expert on geopolitics on this issue. You know, for me... I mean, so there it is. Now, you have, you have Jeff Greenblatt, who's Mr. Anti-Defamation League. That's his party. His party is calling the uh, Gaza-occupied territory Israel, occupying their own country. That's what, that's what AOC stands for. And, and, and that's the true Democratic Party. That's who they really are. They have to put on a front so they don't all get kicked out of office. But that's who they really are. That's what, again, and some Republicans are no different. Mitch McConnell, Lindsey Graham, Mitt Romney, Rob Portman, John Cornyn, Rob, Marco Rubio. They have to put on the veneer of conservatism, otherwise you'll kick them out. Otherwise, you'll elect true conservatives. So they act conservative. They speak conservative. But they've ushered in $33 trillion of debt while they are all in office. How are they conservative? How is Marco Rubio conservative? How is John Cornyn conservative? How is Rob Portman conservative? Uh, Lisa Murkowski, Susan Collins, Mitt Romney, Lindsey Graham, Mitch McConnell. How, How exactly are they conservative? Kevin McCarthy. How are they conservative? when they've ushered in $33 trillion worth of debt. How is that conservatism in any way, shape, or form? It's not. But they, have, they say conservative things. Otherwise, you won't elect them. While they simultaneously usher in, in a more palatable way, the globalist, leftist, bourgeois, elitist agenda. That's the purpose of it all. It really is. Everything. Everything is a giant symbiote. Everything is a giant circle bleep. That's all that it is. It really is. Until you deal with real people. Now you bring in Donald Trump, he's different than that. And I'll say this too, Ron DeSantis is different than that. They are. The, Ron DeSantis was getting blistered in Florida for what he did. He stood. when it Listen, you were called anti-science. You were called racist. If you didn't pimp and whore the vaccine, you were called racist. The Ron DeSantis stood there. I mean, I love Ron DeSantis, the greatest governor in the history of Florida, greatest governor in America right now. I love him. I'm leaning to Trump. I'm just telling you, I'm leaning to Trump. Trump needs to knock off his vaccine rhetoric, though. He sounds like he, he sounds either galactically ignorant or just galactically misinformed or uninformed. All right. The post millennial tweet still back on this. There's more stuff on Biden here. We're all finally off of Israel for now. We'll come back. Maybe. I mean, not this show, but we'll come back to it. I hope it. I hope they just win a quick. They hope Israel wins a quick victory. And it's over, though. The post-millennial breaking Joe Biden. Remember the Joe Biden who never spoke to his son about his overseas business dealings. Remember? Well, you know, here we go. Breaking Joe Biden. Look at the date the date on the bottom. That's today. Breaking Joe Biden emailed uh, business uh, businesses associated with Hunter. Businesses associated with Hunter. Businesses associated with Hunter. Jim Biden. Remember, he didn't just say, I've never discussed my son's business dealings. He said, I've never discussed my son's business dealings. My brothers, both of his brothers, James and Frank, or my sister's business. I've never discussed them with anybody. Well, why would you email them all 29,000 times as vice president? Whoops. There you go. Whoops! whoopsie-daisy. <laughs> you, these, these people, they're, they're liars at a standard that you and I cannot comprehend. Right, let's go to the Biden border. Bill Melugian tweet. Just want to show you these numbers. Go to the next one for me. There you go. Border Patrol arrests. I'm just showing you the status of the Biden regime. Border border Patrol arrests, and this, of course, is very apropos considering the terrorism problems going on in Israel. Border Patrol arrests of suspects on the FBI's terror watch list at the southern border. Uh, Let's see. Uh, So far, fiscal year 2023, which is October through October. 151 so far. Let's look at the numbers now. When did Joe Biden take office? Shall we guess? Um, That would be 2021. Look at where he started. Joe Biden started off with five times the amount of terrorists crossing the southern border, than under the Trump administration. Started off. That's how he launched. That's how he launched. Now it's gone from fiscal year 2020 under the Trump administration where you had three people that were on the terrorist watch list actually crossed the southern border. I'll read the bottom first. There have also been over 1.5 million known gotaways since the start of 2021, enough to fill 16 Rose Bowls. That's the that's the Biden administration. So Biden launches with his, with his first year in office with five times the amount of terrorists crossing the southern border than under the Trump administration. And now, Aaron, find out what 3 into 98 is for me. So now there's, you've gone from 3 to 98, from 3 to 151 so far, and we haven't calculated October yet.
1: It's like uh 32 and a half. So he's
0: gone up, so okay, and now I'll do three into one. Well, three into 151 is 50 times, right? So there yeah. you go. So he's gone from what was the original? What was 98? Three oh. into 98 was what?
1: Oh, hang on, like 32 30, and a half, 30 something, right? Yeah. 32
0: times 33, right? yeah, 33. So 33, yeah, roughly, yeah, three, yeah. So he's gone from his first year in office. simple math now, I got it in my head. So his first year in office, he allowed in five times as many terrorists as Donald Trump did. His next year in office, he allowed 33 times as many terrorists into the United States as Trump did. And his last year in office, and this, this this year in office, he's going to allow so far 50 times the amount of terrorists yeah. into the United States as Trump did. Look at Trump's 19, 0, 18, 6, 17, 2, Biden in 2023, 151. That are known. And again, that's not, and again, when you see that 1.5 million at the bottom those are the known gotaways that's a that's a, a cbp officer going there's somebody getting away from me there's way more millions of that that they never see yep. that are crossing the southern border because there is no wall and you're always hearing these idiots talk about there's better ways to do it the technology well then do it do it they don't do it so why don't you build a wall it's all because listen again Leveraging you into a one-world commerce system with a single access point, that is the agenda. Controlled by tyranny, that's the agenda, but it has many tactics. Another one of those tactics that I often forget to use, forget to mention, is illegal migration. They want to flood first-world country with third-world immigrants because the third-world immigrants have no heritage connection to the first-world country they're illegally immigrating into. Therefore, they are very easily globally governed out of Beijing or Davos. That's the, or London, or whatever else it may be. That's the point of all of this. That's the point of it all. That's the point of them flooding the southern border. Well, now we have a whole lot of terrorists coming into our country. How what happened in Israel? Basically, you had terrorists that terrorists who were, who were not they weren't readily acceptable accessible, but, but Israel was readily accessible to them. Cuz they flew in on, on on gliders or whatever you call those things. You know, the propelled gliders or whatever. Yeah. They flew in on those things. Well, now we're just letting them in the su- our southern border. Remember, those, that's 151. Or was it 121? Can't remember. 151. 151. Yep. 151 people that are on the terrorist watch list. This isn't even, you're not necessarily not a terrorist because you're not on the terrorist watch list. Right. That's how many people that we know are on the terrorist watch list that have been allowed in this country this year. 98 last year and 15 the year before. Then the year before that, when Trump was in charge, it was Three. All right, here we go. Uh, where am I at? Where am I at? Ben Burkwam? Yeah. All right, here we go. All right, Ben Burkwam video. This happened just a few minutes ago. Now I want you to look. When you when you watch these videos, I'm just going to play them for a few seconds each. I want you to count the number of women that you see. Play for me. All right, guys. Back in Lukeville, Arizona, uh, we broke this story a couple months ago where this had become the new crossing point for illegals. We've had uh, reporters down here for the last couple months. It's been continuous, just came back down. We've got uh, mostly West African. You have people from India, people from Egypt. But for whatever reason, the cartels have moved a huge number of people to this area, out in the middle of nowhere, Arizona, all coming through here. All right, here we go. Now, now, let's count all the women, shall we? Now, this is in Arizona. We don't get a lot of footage out of Arizona because we have a communist named Katie Hobbs who stole an election there instead of Carrie Lake, who's the properly elected governor of Arizona. Now, where where are all the women? Where where are all the huddled masses? And by the way, Africa, Egypt, Middle East, how are these people even getting here? And where where are all the women? Does this make you feel comfortable? These people are just flooding. Now, what's happening with these people? Just so everybody knows, this is what's happening. You can actually go to the next one, guys. Go to uh, the Adam used and just side, keep them side by side. Just mute them and just start counting. I want everyone to just go ahead and count them. Count the women. Where where are all the women? Zero there. And where are all the Mexicans? There's no Mexicans here. None. Where where where? Name them. Where where are the women? Well, notice how nobody's starving to death. Everybody notice that? Aaron noticed that they all have designer clothes on. Some of them have designer backpacks. Where's all the starvation? Who who knows who these people are? Oh, It's being verified by Alejandro Mayorkas, DHS secretary. He's going to verify who these people are. How would you ever verify anybody from a foreign country? Anybody know? How would you verify them? I mean, do you ever think of the most simplistic things? How would you verify anybody's credentials or IDs from foreign countries? How would you verify them? Believe me, I know 25 years in law enforcement. Impossible. Just so you know. Impossible. That's like the first Venezuelan on the film, right? On the video right there. That's it. All military age men. Believe me, where are all the women? Where are all the children? Where is that guy starving to death? Why, did, why does he need asylum? Why do these two men need asylum inside the United States? they starving to death? Absolutely not. They've all got cell phones. They've all got backpacks. They're all well fed. They're all well hydrated. You can go go right to the next one for me, guys. Here's another one. Just so you know, this is what's happening every single day. Every, where are the women? Where are the women? Where? Find one. Find one. I'm looking right now. I'm trying to find one. Is that one that's spotted down right yeah, there? Yeah, I think that's That's one. the first woman I've seen. Yeah. There's one right there. So that's two so far. We've probably seen six, 700 men, and we've seen two women so far. Two. just keep scrolling the videos. There you go. That's one. There's a woman. It's about one out of every 200 of them. And why is this? Could it be that they're flooding America with soldiers that are available to fight against you? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But it's awfully strange. And where are all the women and children? There aren't any. Statistically speaking, there aren't any, except for the ones that maybe they don't want to show because they're the ones that, we, as we put, we've shown the videos with these NGO organizations funded by the Democratic Party, putting these kids, and Aaron actually summed it up perfectly, putting these kids in these white vans with black tinted windows, you can't see anything, and they just drive off into oblivion. And Aaron said, well, you never see that kid again. Maybe they make sure all the kids are gone first because they're the ones being sex trafficked. Yep. All around, we are the leading country on the globe for sex trafficking. Our country is. And it's fed by the southern border. This is the Biden administration. The people who allegedly have all of this compassion for children, the ones that they don't abort in the womb, to the tune of 42 million per year that we know about. So I just wanted to show you that that's that's just that's just the facts right there. That's what's happening. What's the purpose behind it? I don't know. I don't know, but you better make sure that you are prepared because you have a government. How many people is Joe Biden? By the end of this year, Joe Biden will have let in between 7 and 8 million people into this country. That we know about. And again, you hear this mantra all the time on this podcast. According to CPP statistics, anything you, that you hear, any statistical data coming out of the government, you need to times it by one to five times as many. So it's 7 million minimum, so it's up to 35 million that he's allowed in this country in the three years that he's been president. Crazy. In the three years. Most of them, military-age men coming from Egypt, coming from China, coming from the Middle East coming from Pakistan, coming from... I mean, this isn't even counting... I'm not even counting all the, Afghans, all the Afghans that they brought into this country. Unvetted. Yep. Many of them were members of the Taliban. And then they funded the Taliban and made the Taliban the 26th largest army on the planet overnight by leaving $86 billion worth of our high-tech military equipment there, which I saw an exact statistical sheet of that today. And it is frightening. Something like 33, 330 million or i can't remember i don't want to miss misstat- mis- miss quote it but the amount of ammo left I me mean, it's unreal unreal all right let's go to the next one zero hedge tweet for those asking I, I, again i'm just jumping all over the place this is the biden administration stuff this is my last one on the biden administration for those asking it took the u.s until 1975 to accumulate 500 billion dollars in total debt 500 billion in dollars in 1975 why why did we have that debt anybody know why do we have that debt that would be that would that would be because of basically the fifteen year long Vietnam War. Yeah. That accomplished what? Nothing. If you're gonna fight the Vietnam War, go in and fight the Vietnam War and win it in four months, which is what it should have taken, but it didn't because you want to be make sure that you're politically correct inside of the war. You can't be politically correct inside of war. Notice how Israel isn't. By the way, did you notice that footage that I played on the pregame? There's a mosque that's just reduced to rubble. Exactly how it should be. But Americans, when they were fighting inside of Iraq and Afghanistan, weren't allowed to touch the mosques that were full of Iraqi soldiers and Iraqi Islamic terrorists. Weren't allowed to touch those mosques, though, so American soldiers got killed for political correctness. But for those asking, it took the U.S. until March of 1975 to accumulate a half a trillion dollars in debt, half a trillion. It has added more than that in the past 18 days. 18 days. 18 days. And what took us from 1776 <laughs> oh my to 1975. Just 200 us, years. How is that? 200 years. 200 years. <laughs> it took us 200 years to get to $500 billion in debt, but that was because of the Vietnam War. We accomplished that under the Biden administration in 18 days. Half of the money currently in circulation was printed under the Biden administration. Everybody realize that? You wonder why everything costs more? Because you have more cash chasing goods. We've added $513 billion in total debt over the past 18 days to an all time high of $33 trillion, $513 billion worth of debt. And each trillion is a thousand billions, and each billion is a thousand millions. Remember that. It's unsustainable now that everybody's always talking whatever it takes to do this and whatever it takes to do that we need to be there for really we don't have any money every every dollar going over to ukraine is being printed on a printing press yep and it's causing causing you to pay a whole lot more money at the pump in the grocery store and everywhere else and making it impossible i don't have time to get into this tonight i can remember all these all these tributaries tributaries come into my head making it impossible to afford homes Average home cost in America is $416,000. Who can afford that? If you're a brand-new teacher and you get hired on, you're making $57,000 a year, which would actually be a high teacher salary. How are you going to afford a house for $416,000? You won't. You'll go into their 15-minute city, live in your 1,000-foot cubicle, with everything within walking distance to you, in which they can cut off at any time they want. Yep. Because everything you're bought, everything you know, there's no cash. Everything, everything that you buy is in that 15-minute little city in your 1,000-foot cubicle, making sure that you've been, you've been um, made infertile through vaccines, of course, so you don't propagate, you don't, you don't procreate, I mean. And everything, everything, you, everything you can buy is right there, and it's all cashless, and you do one thing wrong. You, you, you put out a, a tweet that says, I love Donald Trump. Suddenly, your bank says, oh, it's an error, but your accounts are all shut up. It's an error, though. We'll have it fixed in the next 30 to 60 days. That's what, I mean, that's what we've, we've seen it with PayPal. Oh, it's an error. We're, we're, we are finding our own, our own uh, customers $2,400 for posting disinformation. What do they call it again, Aaron? A payment?
1: Payment processor.
0: Payment processor. Yeah. A payment processor like PayPal, fining their own customers $2,400 for posting disinformation. And then they say, oh, they, that was a mistake. They said they actually have the gall they actually have the audacity to call it a mistake and then re-implement it a day later. Yep. <laughs> you are know, like, Tom, it's just a bold-faced lie. Of course it's a bull faced lie. They're globalist, leftist, bourgeois elitist. So here's some pro-Palestinian things here. So just so everybody knows where people stand. I just want you to know where people stand. Here's Black Lives Matter Chicago. Now, how was the music festival invaded in Gaza? Is this a giant music festival? out in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of the desert, where there's 14 Americans killed, 40 babies with their heads cut off, 1,000 Israelis killed so far that we know, and countless, because John Kirby is a clueless idiot, countless Americans, countless uh, Israelis that are being held hostage right now for ransom and will probably end up being killed on social media. But so we know where Black Lives Matter Chicago stands. And of course, remember now, (laughs) picking on Jeff Greenblatt, he deserves it because he's a leftist, globalist, bourgeois elitist, Immoral liar that he is he uses lies to allegedly expose lies that the lies aren't really lies that he's exposing. But now let's ask Jeff Greenblatt, as part of the Anti-Defamation League, has he ever given any money to Black Lives Matter? Because Black Lives Matter, because if you remember that if you are the Anti-Defamation League, you're allegedly pro-Israel, but you're also a staunch member of the Democratic Party, and Black Lives Matter is a funded by Act Blue and the Democratic Party. What is Jeff Greenblatt? Who is Jeff Greenblatt really? This is who Jeff Greenblatt is really. This is it right here. I, I I don't even understand the top part. This is all that it is. It. I think
1: it, they're supposed to put a comma in there. Oh. That is all. That is it. That is all. They're, that just, is it. Okay. they're just dumb. So they are yeah.
0: Black Lives Matter. Yeah, of course they don't have it, absolutely no idea how to grammatically do anything. Yeah. <laughs> but they're putting it out there. This is how. The music festival was raided. Yep. How 40 babies' heads were cut off. How 1,000 Israelis were killed. How 14 Americans were killed. They flew in on these—I'm trying—what is the name of these things, Aaron? Gliders? Those are parachutes, but they They're parachutes, but they're the they self-propelled yeah, I'll, I'll find dealios it. or whatever. I, I can't remember. I, I just hate when I can't think of the right word. I had a buddy of mine who flew them all the time, and I can't remember the stinking name of it. Anyway— so now we know where Black Lives Matter. So I stand with Israel. Not only did they, I mean, I stand with the Palestine. Not only did they say that they stood with Palestine, they put a picture out.
1: Paragliders.
0: Paraglider. Yeah. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. They, they actually put a picture that they support the raid itself. So they support Hamas. Yep. You had, you had idiot leftists that were actually, when this was posted all over social media, by right-wing social media sites, by right-wing pundits. You had leftists on those sites saying, uh, they're saying that they're standing with Palestine, not Hamas. That's Hamas. That's how Hamas did the invasion. That's how they did the attack. Exactly. Paragliders, that yep, was called? Paragliders. Using paragliders. And they put it in the picture. And leftists will still come out and defend Black Lives Matter, saying they weren't a pro-Hamas, they're pro-Palestine. Being pro-Palestine is pro-Hamas anyway but they confirmed it by putting a picture of a paraglider on their graphic which yeah. says i support palestine amazing amazing to me and just to show you i'm going to roll through these quickly And a matter of fact just mute them and side by side i'm gonna read them to you okay uh, uh here's the first one i just want you to see where everybody stands <laughs> Um, it does. You guys can actually leave the volume on. Do, you can turn it down or whatever you want. But just want to show you. This is Sydney, Australia. Around a thousand pro-Palestinian protesters gathered outside the Sydney Opera House. Which, by the way, in case I don't get to it, they ended up shouting "gas the Jews." Yeah. Just so you know. Just so you know. Okay, go to the next one for me, other. This is a Gwen video, pro-Palestine march in. Uh, this is easy to explain. This will be Philadelphia. So just so everybody knows where. Lots of people in Philadelphia stand. Look at the size of that march. Go to the next one for me. Scooter caster video. Hundreds of pro-Palestine protests, of course, in Times Square, New York. There you go. Go to the next one for me. Sarah Gary video. This is uh, Chicago. This is Chicago. This is allegedly shot in 2021. That's what some people are saying. Some people said it was recently shot. Doesn't matter because it's a pro-Palestinian march inside of Chicago where Black Lives Matter is supporting Hamas. All right, go to the next one for me. Rupa Sabram Maya uh, video. Pro-Palestine, pro-Hamas rally in Ottawa, Canada, capital of of, of Canada. Go to the next one for me, Heather. I know I'm doing these quick. Uh, Stop Cop City video. This is Washington, D.C. Pro-Palestinian march. Right here, pro-Palestinian. All right, go to the next one for me. Karim video. Pro-Palestine advocates march through the streets of Manchester, England. There you go. This is the results of unfettered, unmonitored, unregulated, illegal migration. Our streets look no different than Manchester. Did you just see D.C.? Did you just see Chicago? Did you just see Philadelphia? Looks exactly the same because of unfettered, unmonitored Unvetted Illegal uh, illegal Migration. Go to the next one for me other Restoring Our our Culture video. Pro-Palestine March in Zurich, Switzerland. Zurich, Switzerland. Here you go. There it is. Just letting you know where everybody stands. All right, go to the next one. Human Dilemma video. Pro-Israel and pro-Palestine supporters are currently facing off in San Francisco. Here, of course, San Francisco. Right there. And just to show you, I did get to it. The Real Fly video. Go to the next one. You actually do this one full screen, Aaron, for me. This is the Real Fly video. Crowds chanting. This is right outside of the, what do you call it? The Sydney. Sydney Opera House. Opera House in Sydney. They're actually shouting, gas the Jews. play it for me. the exact same country that forced its citizens because you couldn't now they're all coming out and saying that they didn't force anybody whether it's scott morrison or any other political uh you know political pundit uh politician whatever dan andrews any of the rest of them they're all saying nobody forced anybody to get vaccinated. Ninety-six percent of their population is vaccinated. More people have died of COVID post-vaccination than pre-vaccination, more than double. More people died of COVID-19 in 2022 than 2020, 2020, 2020 2021 combined. So the exact same country that pimped and hoard vaccinations have let people into the country by the thousands because it's all the same circle bleep, it's all the same agenda, it's all the same symbiote, over and over and over again. It's exact same thing. Leverage you into a one world commerce system that he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and enslaved to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead. And that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast for it is the number of a man. His number is 666. That is revelation chapter 13, 16 through 18. That is what the entire agenda is about. And they merge together. Mass illegal migration is part of that agenda to leverage you into a one-world commerce system with a singular access point because those third-world migrants are very easily globally governed because they know, have no heritage to connection to the country they are legally migrating into. That is the point of it all, not to mention insurgent military-aged men ready and willing and able to follow orders from some sort of global government. government. That is the point of it all. Pick out a new from the New York Post. Here, here, this is, look at what's being shown. Who, who, who are the Nazis? Certainly isn't you and I. Certainly isn't. Where, where is that ever shown in a right wing rally outside of global, outside, I was going to say globalist plants, which it is, outside of FBI plants, the Patriot Front. But everything that they're, leave this up for me, everything that they're accusing you of. Yes, we are anti transgender. Of course we are. I'm not going to sit here and call a man a woman or a woman a man. I'm not gonna do that. So that's accurate. I'm anti-transgender, but I'm not anti-person. Listen, if they wanna be transgender, they got every right to be transgender. I'm just not gonna play a part in your charade. I'm not gonna play pretend with you. Right. If you wanna put a mask on, go right at it. I'm anti-mask, I'm not anti-you. If you wanna be stupid and put a mask on and pretend like you're saving the world or saving yourself, go ahead. But I'm not gonna participate in your delusion. That's the point of all of this. They'll, they call you everything they are. They call us Nazis. This is the left. This is the left. This is the, this is the repercussions of leftist policies. Right here in New York City, we have a pro-Palestinian protest Right after these pro pilot, right after these people, after Hamas kills thousand uh, Israelis, fourteen Americans, and beheads forty babies, you have these people out here. They're all leftists. They're all here because of leftists. They all vote leftist. That's what they are. That's New York Post. I right, go to this one. I have to show you this. So who's really who's really pro Hamas? The media made sure everyone knew who the eight Republicans were that sided with Gates, which they rightfully did so. So it's up to us to let everyone know who the eight leftist Democrats are that sided with Hamas today, which was yesterday. Oh, there we are. Ocasio Cortez. Well, we got the squad on top. Ocasio Cortez, Ilan Omar, Ayanna Presley, Rashida Tlaib. Um, I can't remember Bowman's first name. I had it in my head. It's like Gerard Bowman, something like that. Corey Bush, I don't know Cesar's last name. I don't know Lee's last first name either. But there they are, sided with the Just so you know, where well, let's let's here and post a picture of the eight Republicans that have sided with the Moss. Oh, there isn't any. Yeah, there isn't any. There's not one Republican that sided with the So if you're running the Anti-Defamation League and you're Jeff Greenblatt, your own party sides with the sides with the people who just attacked. The people that you allegedly are protecting. How does that make sense? It doesn't any more than Joe Biden funding the people that just attack the people that you are allegedly protecting. Amazing. Truly is amazing. Gotta show you this. You know, three minutes of overtime, but I've gotta got show you a few things on vaccines before we go. It's just a lot, of, I mean, I, I really would like to spend more time on vaccines, but they keep having huge stories breaks, so I gotta cover those stories. Leading report video. This, this report. Is absolutely stunning. You've got to watch it. I was going to try to task Aaron maybe with doing some screenshots. Aaron, if you can pull it off, try to, but it's probably impossible. But leading report video breaking COVID vaccines save no lives. Now look at the timelines here. Look at the timelines. Look at the statistical data. This is absolute fact. Showed in the pregame today where Aaron Rodgers would love to have a debate of him and RFK Jr., versus Travis Kelsey and uh, Anthony Fauci. Well, how would Travis Kelsey, and Travis Kelsey, of course, recently came out, put on the last podcast, so it was like Friday or Saturday of last week. Travis Kelsey came out and said, which, by the way, just a side note, for the uh, former Surgeon General of the United States, I don't know if I've got that here or not. I've got it buried here somewhere. I'm not going to try to look for it. It'll take me forever. But the former attorney general came out and said, because he was responding to um, what Aaron Rodgers, when Aaron Rodgers called Travis Kelsey, Mr. Pfizer, he was saying, well, yeah, but look who's actually healthy this year in the NFL and who isn't. That's what the former attorney general said, as if vaccination has anything to do with Aaron Rodgers tearing his Achilles with a 250-pound man on his back on AstroTurf. These are the experts. These are the alleged experts. Right, I mean, I just just so you know. So whenever they're telling you to inject yourself with their vaccine, you might not want to listen to an expert who thinks it's vaccine related, when or or not that it's not even vaccine related. That Aaron Rodgers tore his Achilles tendon because he had a 250-pound man on his back. He tore his Achilles tendon because he didn't take an mRNA. Gene therapeutic that's supposed to allegedly fight against a viral infection.
1: Yeah, that's it. Oh, there it
0: is. Jerome Adams. Thank you, Aaron. Player A takes unregulated psychedelics out of season. That's Aaron Rodgers. Player B, which is Travis Kelsey, takes FDA-approved vaccine, dominant on the field, team-winning, dating Taylor Swift. This is the expert. This is the guy pimping and whoring vaccines. Leave this up for me, Aaron. Yep. This is the guy pimping and whoring vaccines. This is the expert. This is the former Uh, a surgeon general of the United States of America, who is saying that because Travis Kelsey took an experimental gene therapeutic that he's healthy. But the interesting thing is Travis Kelsey Kelsey now has an ankle injury. I wonder if Jerome Adams is going (laughs) to attribute that to the vaccine now. (laughs) Because Travis Kelsey has an an ankle injury. I'm no football expert anymore than Aaron Rodgers is a doctor, but you're no more of a doctor than you are a doctor. You're not a doctor either. How, how can any doctor come out and say, as a former uh, uh, Surgeon General, I keep trying to say, if you want, Attorney General keeps popping into my head. Former Surgeon General of the United States of America, you come out and espouse that Aaron Rodgers has a, has a ruptured Achilles tendon because he didn't take a vaccine that fight, allegedly fights against a viral infection? I mean, you're a doctor? You're, you're this galactically stupid? And then all the Christians took his advice? he locked their churches down took vaccines stood six feet apart and put masks on their face pimped and hoarded vaccines from their bullet pulpits amazing to me but watch this video let's go back to leading report watch this video and look at the statistical data I wonder what travis kelsey would I wonder what travis kelsey needs to actually educate himself jerome adams La- jerome adams watch this video and then come back out and pimp and hoard your vaccines
1: all right play for me other these are the deaths that happened in malaysia It's a country in Southeast Asia. Scientists wanted to study what happened to the overall death rate during the pandemic. The deaths clearly increased, but look, this is where the pandemic was declared, and this is when the vaccine program rolled out. Same thing happened in nine other countries. Here's Australia, New Zealand, the Philippines, Singapore, Thailand. After studying over a dozen countries in the southern hemisphere, the scientists concluded that after 13.5 billion COVID vaccines that were given out worldwide, 17 million people lost their lives from vaccines alone. And the death rate data for the elderly was just shocking. Welcome to Frontline Health, I'm Dan Skorbak. In a new report that's yet to be peer-reviewed, Canadian scientists looked at the pandemic from a thousand-foot view. They wanted to see how much the pandemic affected all-cause mortality. You see, the virus can kill in many ways, not just from the visible infection symptoms. If you want to find the real cause of death, you have to dissect each and every single person who died for any reason and looked at the body under a microscope. Then you can see if they died from COVID or not. On the other hand, the authors explained, you can look at the big picture, the metadata, meaning look at the all-cause mortality, which basically means that the scientists remove the reasons for the deaths and look at death itself as a measure. Did more people die in this period of time? Then it's easy to tell if our approach to solving the pandemic worked on a population level or it didn't. So the best way to measure what happened during the pandemic is to look at all-cause mortality. And these scientists were also interested in how the data turned out during another event, specifically during the rollout of COVID-19 vaccines. You see, their initial research showed some shocking correlations between vaccine rollout and people dying. But some people argued that it might be just a seasonal effect For example, the vaccines were rolled out in some countries in January and February, and that coincides with the flu season. So this time, the scientists looked at a much larger subset of data and measured what happened in the countries that had vaccines rolled out in different seasons, even during summer, which is way outside the flu season. So let's look at the report. First, they found that in all countries that were included in their analysis, all-cause mortality increased every time the COVID-19 vaccines were deployed. Second, nine out of the 17 countries had no detectable excess death right after the March 11th, 2020 event. That's when the World Health Organization declared the pandemic. And these countries didn't have excess deaths up until the COVID-19 vaccination campaign began. Third, unprecedented peaks in all-cause mortality were observed in January and February 2022. This coincided with or followed the rollout of boosters in 15 of the 17 countries studied. And while it was winter in North America, in those months it was summer in most of the South America. So the flu season was not a factor there at all. 4. Excess all-cause mortality during the vaccination period beginning January 2021 was 1.74 million deaths across all ages and countries. That makes it one death for every 800 injections. And 5. The vaccine dose fatality rate increased exponentially with age, reaching almost 5% among those 90 years and older who received a fourth vaccine dose, which translates to 1 in 20 deaths from COVID vaccines among the elderly. Dennis Rancourt, one of the authors of the study, told the Epoch Times in an email that, quote, there is no evidence in the hard data of all-cause mortality of a beneficial effect from the COVID-19 vaccine rollouts. No lives were saved. Researchers also looked for a counterexample. Maybe there were places that showed that COVID-19 vaccines improved the all-cause mortality, but they could not find a single country with such trends. According to the report, Data from numerous countries such as India, Australia, Canada, Israel, and the United States show a similar phenomenon. The peaks in all-cause mortality coincide with booster rollouts every time. In the United States specifically, deaths were prominent in the 25 to 64 age group in 21 states, coinciding with a rapid surge in vaccines given during the vaccine equity campaigns launched by regulatory agencies. Researchers estimated that the United States had about 160,000 excess deaths in that age group during a period where over 60 million COVID-19 vaccine doses were given out. So if your friend or family member is thinking about or being pressured into getting a COVID-19 vaccine, please share this report with them so that they can make an informed decision. This is Frontline Health. I'm Dan Skorback. Stay healthy, America.
0: So there you go. I just wanted to show you that before we went off tonight because... And that's good. Yeah. I just want that Australia one. Get, I mean, that, but kind of the big picture Australia one too, not when it's that close up, but see if you can pull it off. Um, yeah, there we go. Uh, yeah, there's, there's actually one that was a little, yeah, the one, one back from that. Yeah, there, that's the one I want, Aaron, right there. That's perfect. Thank you, brother. So I just wanted to show you this because this now we just use Australia because if you noticed for all intents and purposes, it's an overgeneralization because some are worse, some may be slightly better, but none of them are good. None of them. Everyone, all the different countries, whether it's Uruguay, whether it was all the different countries that they showed you, basically the graphs looked exactly like this. Yeah. This is what they look like. So let's look at what this graph means, shall we? Now, people can say, "You, Travis Kelsey, um, I took the vaccine to keep my family safe, uh, to keep my office safe, my, and my, uh, my teammates safe using a vaccine to stop transmission and infection. Because you can be a galactic idiot like Travis Kelsey... Or you can actually be somebody who has some, let um, me put it this way. Maybe, I won't even go to that level yet. Or you can be somebody who's willing to be educated with facts. Or you, you can be somebody who's actually well informed. Or you can be a galactic um, stenographer idiot for the globalist leftists like Travis Kelsey. Yeah, I'm two for one. I'm going to get my two for one shot. I mean, what a stupid idiot. Do so you know how many people have died because of this vaccine? Seventeen million so far. That's an that's the excess deaths globally since the vaccine. So before, I mean, I'll just use real simple math. You know, in America, we we have about one to one point two million people per year die in the United States every year. Country of really three hundred eighty million people. I'll tell you three thirty. That's not accurate. So that's what we have. So if you just just make simple math. So. Just say globally, I'm making all of this up. I'm just using this as an example. Say normally, throughout the world, 100 million people die per year. Just a nat- legend, natural causes. I mean, just of all causes, not even natural, of all causes, murder, uh, natural causes, whatever. 100 million people die per year. Right after the vaccines are implemented, 117 million people died. A one in 200 year event. Remember Edward Dowd, Follow him on, on all social media platforms that you can. Statistical genius, former BlackRock executive. Absolute statistical Samant. If you have a 10% increase in all-cause mortality, that is a one in 200-year event. We have a 23% increase in excess mortality in the United States since the vaccine rollout. It's an absolute fact it's an absolute fact it runs from from 10% to 32%, but 10 percent to 32 percent uh as it depending on the age cohort it depends like if you if you go 25 to 64 it's a 23 percent increase in excess death so overall we have a 10 to depending on an average all the way up to 32 percent in, in on, on, and it's not average but it's as high as it gets depending on the age cohort but 17 million people have died. Now, if you just take Australia. Australia was the perfect vaccine country. 96% of the population is vaccinated. Now, let's look at that 2020, where that arrow is right there. March 11, 2020. Where, now, look at all, look how many more people died in 17 than 2020. And I, I've been saying that for the last 43 months of 15 days to flatten the curve. I have. I told you more people. That was a huge flu uh, death year was 2017. 80,000 Americans died of the flu. In 2017, it's just a horrible flu year. It's 30, 30 to 80,000 people per year die of the flu. Usually, usually the statistical data is 30 to 50,000 people die of the flu every year in the United States of America. Look who died 2017 2018. Way more people died of the flu than COVID-19. I mean, way more. Way more. And I know this is all-cause mortality, but it, where's the... Where, look at all of 2020 to 2021. It doesn't even... It doesn't match... 19 to 20, it matches 18 to 19. It doesn't match 17 to 18. It doesn't match at 16 to 17. It doesn't match 15 to 16. Where was this pandemic? When did the pandemic begin? At the vaccine rollout. Look at the yellow line. That's when the pandemic began. The pandemic began when people started to get injected with an experimental mRNA gene-manipulating quote-unquote therapy a spike-producing machine that turns your body into a spike-producing, S spike-protein-producing machine. That's when people started dying. Where was the pandemic in 2020? And again, every, every graph looks the same, from Brazil, from the United States, from England. They all look the same, and you'll have Travis Kelsey come out and whore vaccines to people. Does he know this? Absolutely not. He just chooses to live in this sort of oblivion that many people live in. But in the sense, if you want to live in your own oblivion and you just go out and you're doing Toys R Us commercials, that's fine. Live in oblivion, live in sweet oblivion, live in sweet ignorance, that's fine. But if you're going to go out and whore, pimp and whore vaccines to people that kill people, Travis Kelsey, 17 million so far, and the only pandemic that ever existed was the pandemic that happened after the vaccines, from the vaccines the pandemic is the vaccines the only pandemic that look at the there's the data this is irrefutable in uh just irrefutable data indisputable data there's no argument with it the only time people died was post vaccination of many many different causes including COVID, because you won't die of COVID. If you're not vaccinated, you die of COVID when you are vaccinated because you have antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome. That's why you have, as I stated earlier, and I've stated 70 times on this podcast, why in Australia you had more people die of COVID in 2022 than 2020 and 2021 combined. You had more people die of the least virulent variant than the most virulent variant. It makes no sense at all if these vaccines make any, if these vaccines are effective at all, which they're not. They're, they're effective at causing people uh, sickness, uh, sickness, illness, disease, infirmity, and death. They are effective at that. They're absolutely not effective at all. And By the way, I don't want to go down too many tributaries with this. I'm losing viewers as I speak, but I don't want to go down too many tributaries with it, but they tested it. The reason why Pfizer wanted to keep their vaccine developmental data sequestered and classified for 75 years is that they tested their own vaccine and it showed that it was effective for one day. That was it. One day to one week at most that it was effective at all. How how is that even effective? It's not, it's just all made up data. So the only pandemic there ever was was the pandemic of all cause mortality caused by the vaccines. It is proven. It is done. It's finished. 20 minutes worth of overtime. Stick around for the post game. Love you all. Back here Thursday night. Really do appreciate 775 people still on. Like and share. Like and share. Get this out to as many people as you can. They probably won't let you share it on uh, Facebook. Or They don't let me friend you on Facebook. They don't let me do anything on Facebook. So if you're watching on Facebook, switch to Rumble. Share it as much to as many people as you can on Rumble. Let's get this news out. Not too many podcasts are blending the Bible with politics because you have to. That's just the way that it is. All the coward preachers won't do it, but the true preachers will because politics are addressed in the Bible. Abortion is not politics, it's death. Vaccines are death. Pandemics are death. CBDC currency, cashless society, Bible. L- leveraging into one world commerce system, Bible. People need to be merging the two. We are, we are unashamed. We, we will not hold back. And you're like, Tom, you'll get, that. I know, I've been banned off of YouTube, I don't know how many times. So limited on Facebook, I haven't been able to send a friend request on Facebook for almost three years. Facebook sends me warnings all the time, nobody can see your content. The only way anybody can ever see your content is if they actually go to your page. But please get it out there to as many people as you can. Let's build this audience trying to go to a thousand people on Rumble probably got to six 700 tonight on Rumble somewhere in that we're trying to break that break that Rubicon if we can and get to a thousand on Rumble. love you all stay for the post game lots of videos to follow Now I'm done talking but lots of videos to follow stick around for the po- uh, for the post game. I'll see you Thursday night 8:30. 90 minutes with a fury unless I go another extra 20 minutes like I did tonight. So it's almost two hours worth of fury. Uh, uh, Tonight was one hour and 52 minutes worth of fury. Something like that. But anyway, love you all. See you Thursday night. God bless you. Christians who are in these churches, these fake churches, that don't preach the word of God, they think persecution means you're wrong. But what does the word of God say in Matthew 5, verses 11 and 12? Blessed are you when people persecute you. Blessed are you when people speak evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you.